The chase is on. So the points keep flowing. Oh, what a play. I need to see from a different angle. Can you believe that? It's the Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast with Nick Callum and Riley. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast. Joining me for this potty is Nick. Nick, how are you, mate? Callum, I'm good. How are you, mate? Oh, loving NRL fantasy at the moment. Changing my team every two minutes. I don't know about you. Mate, teamless Tuesday is like Christmas. Really, it is for NRL fantasy. I said to Riley on our other podcast, it only comes around one day a year. It's a magical time. I agree. Um, Yes. (laughs) Riley has mentioned, though, in our other podcast that he won't be able to make it to this one. Um, Nick and I are here, though. We're here to help you out. Hopefully, with your team, give you the correct analysis that you need. We're going to be going through a full team and player analysis. Um, So we may as well kick things off if you're ready there, Nick. Yeah, mate, I'm ready to dive into these players, give you the give you the breakdowns, give you the the ins and outs. Very good. Well, we'll start for it with an easy one for you. Jermaine Hopgood at the Eels, mate. What's your thoughts on him? Simple? Yeah, well, he's been in my team all the way through. So, and yeah, starting at lock there. So, yeah, locked him into my squad. I've got him on my bench just for that middle and edge duel that he has. Um, yep. Yeah. So, locking him in, mate. Very good. Speaking Not much else to jewels, say. Yeah. No, no, exactly. Speaking of the jewels, I might quickly just go through the uh, the updates, which have actually happened already, which is great to see. Um, Hopgood, as you said, edge and mid jewel now. Suali'i, winger fullback and centre. You and Aiken, edge and centre. Kalen Ponga's got the half draw now with the winger fullback. Aaron Clark, hooker and mid. Don't know how, but he's got it, even though he's named on the bench. Um, Cohen Hess, middle and edge. Philip Sami, winger fullback and centre. Taniela Sadrugu, winger fullback and mid. Jeez, it would be nice to have him play, but oh well. Um, Isaac Thompson, centre, winger fullback. Seb Chris, centre, winger fullback. Maratani um, Akure has got the mid and edge. Mitch Dunn has the edge and middle, and Matt Lodge and also Fa'amanu Brown have been added into the game. So just a little quick update there. We'll move on to our next player that we're going to talk about, and that's Matt Dury at the Eels as well. He's got the starting edge spot, as we um, predicted him to have after the trials. Looks like he will be fit, but there's still a little, uh, little bit of question marks around him. Are you still going to stick him in your side, mate? Uh, I've currently got him. And I've had him the whole time. Um, so Matt Dury, he looked like he had the position, I guess, over Bryce Cartwright, who's been named in the other edge. Yeah. Um, but it's actually quite difficult because Dury hasn't really played, you know, before. So we don't. It's a bit of an unknown in terms of what he's actually going to produce output-wise in fantasy. Um, so I've currently got him there. I might. <laughs> I could always switch into Bryce Cartwright, um, you know, if he pulls out late, because this is obviously the first game. Um, I've actually got some stats on Bryce Cartwright because I was just looking it up because I, you know, haven't really been considering him. Um, I'm just concerned on the bench here, you know, there is potential for some edge minutes to get taken by someone on the bench here. So um, are you concerned at all, Callum, about that? I am concerned. Um I think one of them will probably play. Actually, they they both might not play eighty, but I think one of them will. 
who will play at the 80, though? That's that's the big question at the moment. We're, we're not really clear because Bryce Cartwright hasn't been involved with any trials. And obviously, people don't play their four minutes in trial games as well, just so they get rested and they're right for the beginning of the season. Um, I think Bryce Cartwright as well is coming back from an injury. I'm not 100% certain that's why he missed the trials, but... If they're both coming back through injury, it's not ideal. That's probably why they're both. That's why um both Momasia and Murchi are named. But Murchi can play middle, as we know. So I don't know. I, I still think that um if you know because it's the first game, if Murchi does come into the side for one of them, you have to pick up the other. And if it's Matt Dury, go him. If it's uh, Cardi Party, as people have been calling him um, online, then it might be. Time to get on the Cardi party and get Bryce Cartwright. I, th- I think either one's going to be a good option. Yeah, well, he's actually... Bryce Cartwright's not too bad, historically, uh, uh, starting second row. He used to do pretty good from memory. Yeah, he used well, to be able to offload stats, and yeah, do everything. He's, he's got an average of 47 and a half in 76 minutes when he's been starting second row. Okay. So that's pretty decent. That's over his yeah. career. Yeah. Um, He's only played one of those games with the Eels. The rest were with Titans and wherever else he was before that. Penrith, I think, at one stage. Yes. He was at a few clubs. Yeah. So, yeah, not too bad. Probably just go one of the two, would you say? I I wouldn't go both. No, I wouldn't go both. If I'm going to pick one, I'm probably still going to go Matt Dury. Mm. Just follow the crowd. (laughs) Whoever's got the the most selections. Um. But if one is does miss out come Thursday night, I'll probably pick up the other one. Because why yeah. not? Yeah, I probably I agree there. I'll probably be doing the same as you there, Callum. Yeah. Picking up one or the other. Just got to keep an eye out for that hour before the team list happen. Um, I don't think there's anyone else really in that Eels side that we really need to discuss. Um, so we'll move on. The Storm, who they're versing, mate. Will Warbrick, 230K, breaking with 16. We spoke about him. After the trials, great running game. Looks like he's going to be heavily involved in the Storm attack. Simple, I think you have the same thoughts as me and that's he pretty much is a must-have either in your starting or if you can, put him on your emergencies. Yeah, I've got him. Uh, I've currently got him starting because obviously same. Sean Russell was not playing for the Eels, which I know a few of us had. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's thrown a bit of a spanner in the works, of course. So, yeah, I've got Warbrick in my starting wing fullback, and I think he'll go okay. He's bottom dollar, breaks a lot of tackles. So, yeah, Will Warbrick should be in pretty much everyone's team, I think. Most people's anyway. Hopefully he can give us the bloody money straight up. Give us all the money. (laughs) We can move him out. Um, Harry Grant, eyes... I'm going to have Harry Grant probably at this stage unless my whole strategy changes, which... Knowing my, knowing me probably will uh, before the actual game kicks off. But Harry Grant, I think he's just a safe option, has a later buy than other hookers. Um, so simple as that. I think he's one to have in. I think you've been looking at him as, at, oh, as well, Nick. Yeah, I've currently got um, Harry Grant as my starting hooker, and I think I'm going to keep it like that. I was considering Damian Cook, which we'll talk about later, but I think I'd rather save that money. Um, I think Harry Grant's probably better value in terms of I think he's more likely to go up in price than Damian Cook. 
especially just looking at the bench. I don't think Wishart's going to take too many minutes off him. Um, yeah, so I'm, I think Harry Grant's probably the best option. Yeah. Um, other couple of people that we probably should talk about, both Edges, Trent Liero and Ellie Katoa. Um, I'm contemplating having both. Um, I've heard reports that only one will get 80 minutes, but I've also then heard other reports that they're both going to get 80 minutes. And if I look at the bench, if I'm honest with you, Chris Lewis is the only one that can really take minutes away from either. But Chris Lewis can also play Locke, which I think he will. And McDonald and Grant will be the um, front row rotation with Big Nelson and also Christian Welsh. So I think they'll both get 80. Yeah, I agree. Unless Nelson might go out there for a little bit. That's true. Um, yeah, he did did that last year for a bit. Yeah, I don't think yeah McDonald and Grant aren't going to play too many minutes. It's just Jordan Grant and Alec McDonald mm-hmm. won't play too much. And Chris Lewis, I think, yeah, will just play in the middle as well. Um, so the only way I can see one of the edges losing minutes is if Nelson goes out there, which is possible, but I don't think it'll take too many minutes away from them anyway. Um, I was just looking at Eli Katoa's stats because I'm was quite I'm quite interested in him now actually. Um, just looking at this bench. Um, so 2020 was his first season. Yeah. Um, starting starting second row, mm-hmm. 46 in 71 minutes, 46 fantasy points in 71 minutes. Yep. And then last year, I'm not taking into consideration 2021. So 2022 last year, he only got six games starting second row, 40 points in only 60 minutes. So he had 11 minutes less than he did in 2020 when he first came on the scene with only uh, six points less. So I feel like if he gets up to that 70 minutes again in, in the Storm team, he should hit that 45 points um, just with their, you know, their attacking ability alone. So if he's hitting 45 points with a break even of 31, I think that's like you've got to have him in your team somehow. So I'm looking yeah. to put him in my team. Yeah, I agree. Trent Liara is a bit interesting. Um, I haven't really been too interested in him. No, he's. I'm more interested in Eli Katoa. I keep umming and ahhing about Trent Liero because I'm just not quite sure what I'm going to do with my last spot there. Um, obviously, he's been more of a middle forward that's moved into the edge. He can. He's, he's a solid player, but I just don't know if he has enough spark for to be well, to pretty much be fantasy relevant. He can do it right though. He has had games where he's done pretty good on the edge. Well, starting second row here, I've got. He's only started second row four times. Um, they were three of them were in 2021, where he had a 77, a 28, and a 51. That 28 was only in 62 minutes, and the other two were full 80 minute performances. And then last year, only yeah. had one at 80 minutes, 24 points. So it's a bit yeah. underwhelming there, really. Um, and that 77 in 2021 was with a try. So. Yeah, that's a career average of 45, which I think is a bit inflated. I think mm-hmm. he might be more like 40 at best. Um, and even then, like he's hit the 20, you know, 24 was last year in 80 minutes. That's a bit concerning. Um, it is a bit. So, yeah, I think higher 30s is realistic for Trent Liero. It's about, you know, 12 to 13 points of value. I think Eli Katoa has got a bit more in him. So, yeah. But it, it's probably not bad to go both. I think there's some other options maybe in the edge anyway. Um, so for me, I'm, I probably won't have Liero, but you you probably have him, both of them, don't you, as you said? 
At the moment, yeah, but I'm still trying to figure out my team, as most of us are. Um, I won't be set with my team until probably 30 seconds before kickoff on Thursday night. It's like that every year. <laughs> it's just a roller coaster this week. Um, I don't, I don't think there's anyone else though in that team we really need to discuss. No, I think everyone else speaks for themselves in this team. Nick Meany was a bit interesting, but I think they're yeah. We're going with the cheap wing fullback strategy for us. <laughs> yeah, I like that strategy at the moment. Um, radio. The next game is the Warriors and Knights. So we'll get through the Warriors team. Um, there's only really a couple we need to discuss here. One is Tamari Martin. Um, priced at that low 300k, break even at 22, mate. I've had him for a long time now in my squad, um, in and out of the starting side, which I don't really like to say with him being on my starting side. Um, but personally, I've looked at potentially picking up Katoa from the Dolphins as he's starting. Um, as another alternative, because Tamari Martin really, for me, the appeal was the duel of winger fullback and half. Yeah, well, I was considering changing Sean Russell and Tamari Martin. I've just, looking at Tamari Martin, his last time he played 5'8", he, he played in 2019, I think, but a couple of games, but 2018 when he was at the Cows, um, mm-hmm. he played quite a few games. Yes, and his average there was only 28.9 or 29 points in 79 minutes. That's really not getting it done. <laughs> I think, and, 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 you know, he's come back from that um, sort of injury he had um, that, you know, he thought he wouldn't play again. And he sort of yeah. come back from that, which is great. But I think it's probably going to have an effect. Um, I don't see him sort of surpassing the the, the average of 30. So, you know, he's going to be a real slow burner. And in a Warriors team, which we're, you know, is a bit unpredictable, I don't love it. And so I've had him out of my team for a little while now, and I don't think I will put him back in if I if I can avoid it. Yeah, I'm still contemplating, like I said. Um, I think he can probably average around the mid-30s, but I could also be a little bit optimistic, to be honest. Um I don't know. I, I If you're wanting to go in, I can see the appeal. But in saying that there could be cheaper alternatives now, they might not have as good of a like job security. Uh, for instance, they might not be safe as Tamara Martin. But for the balance of your side, you might have to maybe go somewhere cheaper. But I still I don't think he's the worst option. I think he's still someone you can have in your side if you're wanting to have a safe backup option who will be there with both the winger, fullback and half jewel. Um, Jackson four, mate, middle and edge duel. 340K should get past that break, even with 23, especially if he's starting, which he is, unless they're going to do the old switcheroo um, come game day. But he's been in my side since that second trial. Haven't moved him out, hoping I can try and fit a spot for him because I think he's going to uh, give you a lot of value if you start with him. Um, you've got him as well, don't you? Yeah, I have him. Um, I was just looking at his stats. So when he was at Dragons, mm-hmm. um, only three games starting in the second row. Uh, and they were all 80 minutes. So not really looking into that too much because I don't think he's getting 80 minutes here with Josh Curran. Um, I think we both agree on that one. Well, we, 
Actually, we both don't agree. I think I think Curran will spend some time there, but um, yeah, you're saying Jackson Ford might actually play eighty, which could be true. Like he can do Potentially. it. Potentially, he, he's proven he can do it. But he's also played lock as yeah. well. And you know, looking at those stats, he, he was forty six points in fifty six minutes, which is a great PPM. I know that's in the middle. So he's got potential there. I think, you know, regardless where he plays, he, he probably has value at 23 break even. So, yeah, I think he'll have, he'll probably average 35 plus. And if he's playing the full full 80 on the edge, well, he's probably going to average towards that 40 mark. So it's probably a great option. He should at least get, I reckon, over 60 minutes, surely. Yeah, and if he gets 60 minutes, it's probably 35 points plus, which is you know, a great it's cash enough. cow option. It's good enough. Yeah. It just depends if he if he remains in that uh, starting side come kickoff, really. Fingers crossed he does, though. Like, he was there for the trial, so I don't think they would change anything at the moment. I guess he could just um, look uh, on Thursday afternoon just see if they've changed anything 20 hours before the game, 24 hours before the game. Because all I could see myself doing is probably take Jackson Ford out and put Trent Liero in. Possibly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think I'll be doing that. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Uh, anyone else really you want to discuss from the Warriors, mate? Not really. I, I, I know CNK has been mentioned at fullback, but I just, I, d- I don't see a lot of attacking opportunity for him in this team. No. So I, I'll try and avoid that also as a wing fullback option. Yeah. Shout out to the man in the number 18 jersey, though, Viliamo Valier, your favourite. Uh, hasn't even made the team. What a surprise. <laughs> Not good <laughs> enough this year. Can't lock him in. <laughs> oh, anyway, let's move over to the Knights. There's a little bit to talk about here. Uh, Lockie Miller, um, I think most of the um, coaches would have him by now. I think his ownership's still in the mid-20s. We both have him, I'm pretty sure. So I think he's just someone that you can stick with. Um, yeah, I agree. Lockie Miller, Lockie Miller should be in most most people's team. I mean, he's not he's not a guy that you ha- definitely have to have. I think like no. a few of the guys we've mentioned, like Hopgood and stuff, that you definitely should have. He's not one of those players. But for the wing fullback theory that we're going for, yeah, you should have him. Yeah. Um... Adam Elliott, named on the bench. <laughs> no. <laughs> we, we, we didn't really have him in our teams anyway since we heard he wasn't um, running yet or like being involved with training. So if you have him, simple, get him out. I said to Riley on the team list pod that I'm hoping um, they're easing him back in, which it looks like they are, and Kurt Mann eventually will drop back to the bench and Adam Elliott will get the start. I'm hoping that'll be like in about, I don't know, three to four weeks' time. Elliot drop some money might be might be a decent pickup if that happens. Might offer us some more value once he gets back to the starting side because surely he'll be in the starting side at some point. You'd assume. You'd assume, yeah, but I think especially with that night side. Yeah, no value early on for Adam Elliot, so no, no, yeah, simple as that. Hopefully, he'd drop a hundred k would be nice. Um, look, let's just get these over and done with the halves. We'll talk about both of them at the same time here. Hastings Ponga. No, and probably not. Yeah. If I'm going to go one, I'd probably still be more inclined to go Hastings, 
even though Ponga has the duel, Ponga can spark. But the only thing here, if you're considering them, is you'd have to like the draw and think the Knights are going to score points in those games and potentially win some of the games because they do have one of the softer draws to begin with. The first six games are good. Yeah. But then they get to Penrith Cowboys para by then three games and then buy again. So trade um, out after round six. <laughs> it's probably a trade out after round six yeah. for a Knights player, unless you're keeping them for the whole year. Um, and that's the reason why I'm pushing away from someone else we're about to talk about. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think Jackson Hastings, new club. I just am hesitant on that. I think... Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Cleary Tanner Boyd is a way better half combination and safer than spending an extra 180k for to Jackson Hastings or whatever it is from Tanner Boyd. Yeah, I agree. Um, Saifidi brothers. Yeah, I think Daniel Saifidi is not a bad option. A um, lot of lot of minutes here to play. Um, you know, Kurt Mann's a bit interesting at lock. Jack Hetherington's not a big minute player for mine at the moment, no. and neither is Leo Thompson. No, Adam Elliott's going to soak up quite a bit, but I feel like I feel like Jacob Saifidi's probably, you know, Jacob and Daniel probably play similar, and then Kurtman and Adam Elliott are thereabouts. Phoenix Crossland, I don't know what he's doing. I, I heard you gave me a special shout out earlier about that one. Yeah, I was going to say, did you hear that one? That's good. Yeah, I did. Yeah, <laughs> your favorite, um, the best player in, rug- in rugby league, best player yeah, in NRL. Great player. <laughs> um, Dennis Ifiti's got decent value, I would say, but um, he's just at an awkward price. There's probably people around his price that are way better value-wise, but they're not in the mid position. Yeah. They're in a, like edge position or, you know, wing fullback or center. Yeah. Or even hooker. So, yeah. For our game theory, I think Daniel Saifidi, or for my game theory, Daniel Saifidi can't fit in my team. Um, but no. I, I wouldn't talk talk you out of it. Look, I hope he comes out and um, just kills it because he's in my draft side. He's not sitting on the bench in my draft. So come on, mate, do something. <laughs> Love the good old draft narratives. Um, mate, the other person you want to discuss real quick was Tyson Frizzle, as you called him. <laughs> yeah, Tyson Frizzle. Um, <laughs> well, he as we do know, he is a gun. He's a gun second row player and he's been around the game for a little while now had an injury last year in the rib cartilage injury so you know he's all all sweet now um so that'll, that'll help his game especially his running his tackle breaking ability and also his missed tackles I, I noticed here on his stats i've been looking up had a lot of missed tackles at the end of last year he had games like five five four four six and four which is not normal for him he's usually around the one to two mark in missed tackles. So um, if you take that out, I think he can easily average 54 and he's only priced at 46, roughly 46, 47. So there's some value there, but the draw I think might be interesting. He's got a pretty easy first six rounds, but then it gets pretty tough after that with two buys. So do you want to, do you want to take him and then trade him out? It's possibly an option. Otherwise I'd probably just avoid and go to some cheaper edge options especially with ones that have emerged today uh, that we'll talk about. Mm. So currently I've got him not in my team. I did have him in my team actually for quite a a long time there. Wow. 
yeah, probably the last week I've had him in in some versions of my team, yeah, in and out. But very interesting. Wouldn't talk you out of Tyson Frizzell either. Yeah. Rightio, let's move on. Um, Penny Panthers. Uh, Taruva, mate. Um, he's got that spot over McLean with some reports that McLean was going to get the first go, but they've stuck with Taruva. Um, scored right, I think I saw in the World Cup on the wing. Um, so I think I think his average was in the 40s from memory. Could be wrong there. Don't quote me. Um, but... I don't see the appeal for him straight away, especially with that buy round three. I think he's just one that you can let go at that price. If he was around the 300K, I'd be definitely considering him. Um, he'd be probably one of the first ones in my team in that position because obviously we're going for slightly cheaper winger fullbacks at this point of time as our strategy. Um, but Taruva, I just think he's one that you can just... I'd just say no to at the moment. Just see how he goes. Yeah, I agree. Too too expensive, I think. Yeah. Um, similar, I reckon, to this next bloke, Brian To'o. He's back on that left side. We did say last week with a Q&A, he probably will have some value. And I think he will. But at his price range, there's probably people that are safer options. Um, and like, he's in between the cheapies and the guns. It's just too awkward for my liking. Yeah, they've got that early buy as well. So you just got to be careful of how many Panthers players you have in your team. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you can have a look at him. Broncos, Rabbits, I mean, not the not easy games, um, but they probably are, are expected to win both of them, mm-hmm. you would probably say. Um, but yeah, I don't think his price is going to escape you after those first two rounds. No. Um, I've got this bloke in here. We don't really have to talk about him. Nathan Cleary. Um, You agree, mate. I spoke uh, with Riley earlier on the other potty about Nathan Cleary is pretty much the must-own half. Now, we've always been high on him. um, But with Nicker Hines out, you pretty much just have to have Nathan Cleary. And unless you're playing um, head-to-head, you could probably stick Nicker Hines potentially in your emergencies. But it's a lot of money sitting in your emergencies. So you may as well stick Nathan Cleary in your team. Yeah, I feel like you have to probably chuck Nico Hines out and put Nathan Cleary. You probably should have Nathan Cleary and Cameron Murray. If you're being, yeah. if, if in my opinion, with Nico Hines out, I think you should be able to afford Cleary and Murray and then work your team from there. Um, I agree. And that's just a safe captaincy option for when Cleary's out for round three. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, think, I think that should be the mate. theory. Yeah. Um, Mitch Kenny. Um, going near him, avoiding. I will. I'll avoid. I think at this point. I mean, I have to do. I have to rejig my team a little bit after this podcast because I haven't really had time today, um, and that's why I missed the earlier one, uh, which was released yesterday because this one will be released on Wednesday. Um, so yeah, I don't think I'll have Mitch Kenny. I mean, yeah, there's I, there's no world I can put Mitch. Wait, there's no way I can put Mitch Kenny in my team. No, <laughs> especially with Sonny Luke named on that bench. Yeah. So Sonny Luke's at that 250K mark. Um, are you contemplating having Sonny Luke in your emergencies? I know at this point I probably won't, um, given that they've got that early buy. He might be someone I just let go, see how many minutes he gets, then potentially pick him up 
if another cash cow does well in the first month, hopefully he's still, I don't know, around that 300K price mark. That's just my thinking around him at this current time. Yeah, I, I won't start with Sonny Luke either, but he could be someone I could, uh, there could be someone I could trade out to get Sonny Luke after his buy in round three if he uh, is getting a lot of minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Luke Garner, I was hoping Zach Hosking would have been named. <laughs> um, are you, are you going to have Luke Garner on your team, mate? I don't think so, but no. I, I'm not a hundred percent ruling him out at this point because he, you know, he's in the Panthers. So you've got to take it into consideration. I just think his, his stats don't support um, the narrative that he's going to make you a lot of money. Yeah. The only, the only way I can see him making money is because he's in a better team than he has been. Um, yeah. I think that's been the big appeal for him. That has been the big appeal. So it's, there's a slight risk there. Um, good news is, though, he's probably not going to get any minutes taken off him on the edge there. Mm-hmm. So he's going to play the whole 80. So it's not a bad option. I'd much prefer Eli Katoa over Luke Garner still. And he's 30K cheaper, Katoa, than Garner. So, But, you know, you never know. I might, I might squeeze him in there for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I'm still in uh, the same situation, I think. There could be a team where I have him in, and if I like that team better, I, I might go with it. But I'm just, I just don't know about Luke Garner. Like any injuries occur as well. Yes, they've got the likes of Salmon on the bench. Um, and to be honest, he's been playing a little bit of edge, so he might take minutes away from Luke Garner or potentially Liam Martin. I'm not sure. I don't know what their plans are around him. But. Yeah, any injuries occur, Luke Gardner might be the one that slips into like a center, for instance, to cover because he can play center, which is just, it's not what you want for fantasy. It's the old um, old rule with, was it, was it Mitch Orbison that used to fill in for every position at the Roosters? Yeah, Mitch Orbison. You, you don't want players like that. No, definitely <laughs> it's not. not. For fantasy. It's a bit like Kurt Capewell as well. He'll fill in at center for Broncos. Yeah, yeah. It's just not ideal. Um. All right, mate. I don't think there's anyone else really we have to discuss on that side. So let's move on to the Brisbane Broncos, your team. How do you like the team list before we get into the players? Are you happy with it? Well, I'm fairly happy. I know Riley was over the moon. He thought this was a great Wasn't team. He? he was. He thought it was fantastic. I Not do as disagree. good as his Titans, but... Yeah, I do disagree, though. I think the Broncos will knock off Penrith. Ha, <laughs> <laughs> ha, Oh, there you go. Next joke of the week. <laughs> Wrongs, mate. Always start the year strong. Come on. Mate, I, I did I did think about this game, though. You probably heard me. I've gone, oh, geez, I don't know who I'm going to pick. But it, it, Yeah, as as you said, Reese Walsh. If Reese Walsh was there, I would yeah. be confident Brisbane could knock off Penrith. Yeah. Um, it's, it's obviously going to be a tough game. So fantasy relevant-wise, Reese Walsh, I know you're considering starting with him. I am. <laughs> I, I still think it's a bit of a no-go for Reese Walsh. Um, I know you were talking about after the Cowboys going around to they have a e- slightly easy draw for a little while there. So, yeah, yeah. there's potential. Um, I might be able to pivot to him from someone around round three or four or something maybe if, if things go well for me. 
Yeah, so one of the options I was discussing it with you yesterday when we were uh, going through our teams, just having a look at a couple of things real quick. Um, if you've got like Lockie Miller, for instance, if you can't start with Reese Walsh and you've got Lockie Miller, he has those first six games where the draw is comfortable for them. You might be able to move him on potentially. And if Reese Walsh is at a similar price, he might be one that you could pick up if you're thinking he can do well. But if you want him to do that strategy, you just got to keep in mind, um, after the Cowboys game in round two, they've got Dragons, Dolphins, Tigers, Raiders, Titans. So that's round seven. They've got the Titans. After that, they've got Eels, Rabbitohs, Eagles, Storm, Panthers. A little bit of a tough um, period there for the Bronx. So personally, if I'm going to start with Reese Walsh, I, I know there's a pill to hold him through because he's got the round 15 buy. But at this point in time, I'm considering if I do get him, maybe even selling him on after that Eels, potentially Rabbitohs game or Seagulls, and then looking at other options. But it depends how he's scoring as well and what his break-even is. But I'm, I'm still considering him, and I'm not going to tell people not to have him, even though he's not named for round one. I still think he can be someone that you can just chuck in your emergencies, could be the person you use as a loop option, potentially, for the first game. Uh, if you've got Matt Dury that you're wanting to potentially play in your team. Yeah, I mean, you make some good points there. Um, yeah, you do definitely want him from round three to seven. So he could, he could score quite well. Yeah, so that's when you want him. So if you want him for the round three to seven, you might as well start with him because otherwise you're going to get him in too late, and he's already moving up in price, and he comes to some harder games where he doesn't score as well for you and just stagnates the price again. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it maybe I might be looking at that as well. I might have to take your advice there and try and sneak him in. Could be, could be an option. I'm still not sure if I'll go that that way, but it's one that I've thought of. I've got so many different teams going through my head, and I just don't know which one I'm going to go. But it's a theory, an option that you can take. Um, Payne Haas, Pat Carrigan, mate. We could probably talk about them both in the same go. I think Payne Haas will be a gun this year. If you want to start with him, you can. Same as Pat Car- Carrigan. I don't think he will be as much of a as a gun as Payne Haas by the end of the season. I don't think he'll average the same. Um, but with his trial form, how many, how, what's his what's his ownership at? I think it's like 26.8. 26.8. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah it's right. getting to the point where if you don't take him and Pat Carrigan comes out and belts out 55s for a few weeks, yeah, you're looking at yourself going, why don't I pick him up? Yeah, and so, Paddy as well. I've, I've I've looked at his um last three scores that he's had against Panthers. I I don't love it. Thirty eight, fifty eight, forty two. It's not it's ideal. Same yeah. against the Cowboys. He doesn't really score the greatest. 20, 29, 69, 30. So let's hope he can get back to the fifty eight and sixty nine games in that, and he can come out and do well. But. I think this year he's going to look to offload the ball a bit more like he was in the trial game. He looks like he's developed his game slightly more, looks a bit more confident after um, coming back last year with that injury. So if the crowd's going Pat Carrigan, I think you pretty much have to, I think. But either one, they'll, they'll, they'll be fine in your team, I think. If I if I, if I had unlimited money, I'd go Payne Haas. But yeah, oh, of course. saving the 100K pretty much is... Is why I've gone Carrigan. Yeah. We're all just hoping he bounces back and does well. Um, Happy to move on from that team, mate? Happy to move on from the Bronx? Yeah, mate. Let's move on. All right. Let's move on. Manly. Um, Tommy Turbo. Jeez. 
Oh, Tommy Turbo. What Tommy, you've done it to me again this year, Tommy. Hasn't he? I actually had him in a team, like in a draft team just before. I've gone, oh, I can't do this, can I? Surely not. I don't think I will. I think it's just simple. See how he goes round one. They've got the buy round two. We've been saying it for ages. Simple as that. That's the best strategy. See how he goes. Yeah, I agree. Um, probably you could probably do the same with all these players. Um, cooler. We thought about him last uh, potty. He might be a decent center to pick up at some point this year. Um, got the same advice, mate. Just don't go near him at the beginning. Simple as that. Yeah, pretty much. I would stay away from him as well. I think we can say the same with Daily Cherry Evans. Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, although it's probably not the worst shout with Nico Hines out now, and if you're planning on doing, I was doing the Cleary Hines thing. So, if you want to do the Cleary DCE thing, I think it's probably the best option there. Um, I don't mind it. I still think he'll be in the top three, top five halves this year for sure. Yeah, you know, he's he's got complete control of this team. Really, he'll do all the kicking. So. With Tommy Turbo back as well, he might be able to get a few more assists in the you know try assists or the line break assists. Yeah, if they had a later buy, I'd be considering. But that buy round two is just—it's uh, not it's ideal, annoying. is it? Yeah. No, um, Sean Kepi, mate, starting lock has yeah. been confirmed. Are we going to potentially think of having him playing him for that first week and then putting him on our bench for that round two and just keeping him? Yeah, are, are you looking at him as a potential option? I'm not really. Um, yeah. I think, so obviously Josh Aloyer and Ethan Bullymore will be playing in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Jake Travoy, which will play a large majority of the game. Yes, I so think I'm so thinking too. Bullymore and Aloyer will spell Kepi and Paseca. Yeah. So um, realistically, Kepi's probably only going to get 50 minutes max, which if he does get up to that 45, 50 minutes, it's probably decent value but can you risk it mm. um you know i don't know where weeks fits in here he's probably going to play a bit of lock i'm not sure even ben travojevic as well not really yeah, sure it's an interesting team i don't know what they're going to do with kyle weeks i'm surprised whether he's there in case there's an injury like similar or he might have a similar role like blake taft does um yeah. But, what, what do you think about Kepi? I think he's a bit of a gamble, but he, he could pay off for you. Um, I'm just a he bit... He could. Better. I don't think it's the worst option, but there are cheaper options that could be slightly better. I might have a little bit more upside. Yeah, I'm a bit burnt by Bullymore last year from Manly. Just Manly. Another Manly player really uh, doesn't excite me. No. <laughs> no. That's um, true. Yeah. I, I could see him probably averaging, getting up towards that 30 average, but th- that's only nine points of value. Yeah. I'm probably looking to look elsewhere if I can. Yeah. No, I think I think the same. Um, let's move on to the doggies. Hayes Perham. Answer me this. Do you still have Hayes Perham? Uh, no, I don't. And But I could <laughs> put him back in because Sean Russell is out, as I said, looking for another wing fullback. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Hayes Perham's the only one that's really standing out to me, and he's not standing out for any good reason, apart no. from he's a fullback rather than a winger. Yeah, that's <laughs> the only upside for him. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't love it. I'm not going I mean, to I, don't, I don't want to go off just that one trial. Like, he played that All-Stars game and, and did quite well. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. <sighs> it's difficult. I don't, I, I just, I'm not going to go near him. I don't think. I think we need to talk about this a little bit. So I'm going to okay. ask you mm-hmm. if just pretend there was no buys for a second. I know you probably can't. Wouldn't but, that be nice? <laughs> but if there was no buys, who would yeah. you be taking at the start of the season? Hayes Perham or Tyrell Sloan? Hmm. Good question. Um, probably Sloan because he's cheaper. Yeah, you're saving forty eight k. Yeah, and Sloan's pretty much got the wing fullback. His job security is a bit more certain than Perham, I'd say. Yeah, because be the, the Bulldogs ahead. have a couple of tougher games straight up. Who knows? Avrilo might be back playing. Yeah, fullback Perham might go back to the centres, or they might just bring in Braden Burns and Perham misses out altogether. So that's what I'm thinking. And so I thought, well, if I'd pick Sloan over Param anyway, maybe just leave Param out altogether and Sloan just, you know, as my looper first week and have to chuck Khan Pereira in first week. Yeah. That's maybe what I, that's what I'm I that's what my current team setup is. So okay. if I was if I was anyone else, I'd I'd probably just look at having Sloan instead of Param. If you're yeah. thinking of Param, you should go to Sloan. <laughs> <laughs> and if you have both, what are you doing? Pick one. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think you have both. No. I think if you're thinking of Param, either try and go up to someone a bit better, or if you want to just go someone else, go Sloan, save some money. <laughs> yeah, Probably. No, I agree. Um, Paul Alamotti, simple. He's like 40% owned now. Must have. Easy. Just pick him. He's 40% owned. Pretty sure. I think I saw a stat that he yep. said he was 40%. Yeah. It's jumped up a lot. Yeah. He'll probably be up to the mid 40s, almost like Brandon Smith tomorrow. Um, he's just one of the basement price on that left edge. Should should score well. Should get past that break even at 16. Simple as that. Big body too for a young center, fast. So I just see upside. Um, the surprise... Naming at lock with Fa'amanu Brown um, is a little bit interesting. I said that his price was not in the app yet when I made this. Uh... Yeah, he's 469. Yeah, so. And he's only got hooker. <laughs> yes, only hooker. Um, too expensive. Simple as that, I think. There's yeah. better options. It's interesting, though. I don't know what's going to happen with this side. I really wish Tavita Pangai was there, especially after Luke Thompson. Um, it's re- reports now. I said earlier that it hadn't been confirmed of what the injury um, or the severity of the injury was, but it looks like he's going to be out potentially six months, which, if that's true, I feel sorry for the bloke. He hasn't really had a great run out here, um, Thompson, but just means there might be more minutes for some other people. And one of those players that you want to talk about was Ryan Sutton. Yeah, well, I'm thinking someone's got to be playing minutes here. Well, their bench is different because Preston and Waddell are both edges. Waddell can play middle, but Preston is an edge. Preston's edge, so Pele's middle. Waddell will play middle. Now, number 14, I can't even find him on the app. I'm looking here. 14. He's not in there yet, is he? I'm looking, (laughs) I'm looking, I'm looking, and I can't find (laughs) <laughs> Where is he? Is, is he a hooker? Well, that's what I was trying to find out. I'm assuming he Surely must be. Surely he is. I'm assuming he must be some sort of utility. He has to be that or he's an outside back. Well, he's not He's not in here. He's oh, not in gosh. the app. 
Uh, does anyone know who this bloke is? <laughs> Where does he come from? Does he exist? <laughs> no one knows. We'll wait and see if he's there <laughs> for, for the Bulldogs game. Do you reckon um, Preston might come into that side? Preston is into the side. No, like into the actual starting side. For who? Raymond for Talamara? Potentially. And he might even, you know, play in the middle or might play at lock and push Brown back to the bench. I think they might do that, but I don't know yet. They might just leave it being round one. Anyway. Anyway, let's just look at Ryan, Ryan Sutton quickly before yeah. we move on. Um I want to look at his minutes. So how many minutes do you think he's real? I, I think he's probably going to be looking at 50. Yeah, I was going to say 50, 55. Um, so if you're looking at that, he's got a career average when he's played over 50, over 50 minutes, 49.9 points in 58.5 minutes. Hmm. Which is quite good. Which is quite good. Uh, so PPM good. So and a few of those games were in 2021 though. So these are all at Raiders. So 2019 to 2022 when it was at the Raiders. Um, so now he's at the Dogs. Um, yeah, I, I just find I just find there might be some value here. Um, he's at what is he priced at? Thirty four? Is that correct? Um, I don't even have. I just had him up. Yes, thirty four. So he's four nine one. Okay, so thirty four. So if he if he's got a if he's got an average of fifty and fifty eight point five minutes, if, even if he comes back down to about fifty minutes, that's probably what forty three, forty four points lowest there. So that's nearly ten points of value. I mean, it's not a bad shout. I mean, Max no, King. If he plays, gets that, he'll make you a hundred odd k. Yeah, Max King plays a lot um, of minutes. I think as the other mm-hmm. prop. Yeah, new Brown at Locke's not going to play as he'll probably play the least out of those three, possibly. Um, so if I was going to go somewhere, I'd go Ryan Sutton. He's a way better option than probably Mark Nichols, who a lot of people have. Yeah. So you could pivot to him. Um, he's he's a pod too. I like that. You like the pod plays? Yeah, one point three percent owned at, at, at this recording. So might have to might have to sneak him in there, eh? Maybe mm, potentially. Potentially. I don't mind that shout. Right here, mate. Cowboys. Let's get over to the Cowboys real quick. Reese Robson. Um Jake Granville's on the bench. Like, come on. Why? Nah. I I'd I'd probably avoid Reese Robson. I think you have to now. He's got yeah, as they they've got a few games in North Queensland to start the season. It's hot. I think he's gonna get a, a breather, if I'm perfectly yeah. honest. Yeah. I think the same. Uh, Ruben Cotter. I still think he's someone you can consider, but the fact that Carrigan's cheaper, did better in that trial, it's just got a lot of put, put a lot of people towards Carrigan, and it has obviously looking at the ownership. Ruben Cotter's still in the teens. I think he's like fourteen percent off memory. Um, so people are still considering him. I still think there's upside, but in saying that, they've also got Neem, Tonel Brown, and Tamo on the bench, who are all middle forwards and will probably will take minutes away from him. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Cotter probably averages slightly more than Carrigan, though. But yeah, as you, as I think, I think Carrigan's going to get more minutes than Cotter. So, yeah, that, that alone is probably why I'd go Carrigan slightly cheaper. Yeah, I agree. 
Um, no one else really in that team. Nah, I no. don't think so for the Cowboys, unfortunately, no. for you. Yeah. Let's just quickly talk about the Raiders now. Josh Papali'i, I said it earlier, has got a slight calf strain. Um, not sure how long he's going to be out for. So they've got a new bloke in who we'll talk about straight up. Um, Sula, I think his name is. I'm not quite sure how to pronounce that. Um, we'll find out. Uh, in that game, but Pasami Solo is 260k, break even of 18 currently. So starting front rower, there's obviously value there. The concern is is the job security because how long's probably he gonna be out for? Is he gonna replace Tarpney? Is Tarpney gonna move to lock and Koharania back to the bench? Or will he come in and just replace Solo, which I think is probably more um Probably the option that most people think will happen. So his job security for me is a little bit worrying, but there's definitely value if he gets a starting spot for a while. Yeah, I feel like he'll probably play, what, like 20 minutes, come off, and he might might play like 10 minutes at the end or something. Yeah, maybe. That's all I, I, don't, know, I, don't, know, I don't know a lot about him either. So. Even as a starting... Well, he played at the uh, Knights. I thought I recognized the name. Yeah. He's played since 2018. At the there night. You go. He's hardly got to go. Um, yeah. He did play quite a lot last year off the bench. Leo Thompson was sort of in the team before him, and then he sort of came in as well because I had another injury. I don't know. The Safidi okay. boys. He's, but he, he's never he's never started from what yeah. I can see here. Um, he's average of 16 and a half in, in 21 minutes. So PPM's mm. okay. It's not the best. Um, if he gets that 30 minutes, like we're pr- probably predicting he might get even at the starter, that's only about 24 points. Not really enough value to get his price moving, I think. No, I don't think he can go in. I think it's way too risky. And to be honest, he might even be on the bench come the start of the game. Yeah, I so. agree. Gula could probably just... I wouldn't. I can't trust Ricky Stewart either. That's another factor. No, the only person that I can trust him with in this team is Joe Tarpney, who... Nick, do you have Joe Tarpney? Yes. Right. Of course, mate. He's been in my team for a while. Yeah, same. Um, however, I recently can't afford him, so I'm crying at the moment. <laughs> you can't know. have him. Yes. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I'm trying to figure out. I will find a system of how I can get him. Um I, I'm gonna, I, I will find a system. I will find a way. I've just got to try and work it all out. Um, but there's people that have value that I might try and go with instead. I've I don't know. I've I want him so bad. I just I think he's gonna be a gun scorer. Um I've just got to have a look at it. But Joe Tarpney, especially at that front row spot, I think he's yeah, up there is I wouldn't say he's a must own. Um but he's probably gonna be the he'll be in the top three um uh, by the end of the year for a front row middle forward position. So Harley Smith Shields, I'll quickly mention him. Named at center. Simple. No. Corey Harawirinara. Um what do you think of him, mate? Starting at lock. I don't know if he, he hasn't got the jewel yet, I don't think, because he's only an edge. Yeah, only named as edge. Didn't get hasn't been given the jewel yet. So we'll wait and see if he does. If he doesn't, <laughs> robbed. I don't understand. Like, did they? Did the fantasy people even look at the positions people were playing? 
No, because you know Aaron <laughs> Clark's got them got the jewel. Um, who else got the jewel that shouldn't have the jewel? There was someone else. Oh, in there. No, no, there's random people. Um, Harry Onara, yeah, simple. Ricky Stewart can't trust where everyone's playing. Um, yeah. I think it'd just be a sit and wait on him. Yep, I agree. Radio. Um, let's yeah, go on to I the good games here. These are the good it. team lists down here, I reckon. These last it is. This, this is when it gets exciting. <laughs> Nigger Hines is out. We know that. Braden Trindle, 250K. I've had people ask me, is Braden Trindle someone that you could consider for round one, considering he's going to be doing probably a lot for the team? And my answer has been no. Because you don't know how long Nico Hines is going to be out for. Whereas if he's only out for one week, you're stuck with a bloke who's going to be probably priced maybe at that 270, 280, depending on how well he does in that game. Yeah, I feel like um, unless we find out more news about Nico Hines. Trindle's he, a no-go. Yeah, Trindle's a no-go. Unless Nico Hines is out for about, you know, three weeks, I don't think it's a, a go. No. Mate, Teague Wilton, we've been high on him. Um, I still think he has a lot of value. He's underpriced, especially if, when he starts and he's starting now. The concern is, though, Wade Graham's on the bench and looking at the setup of their bench. I just, I, I don't know where everyone's going to play here. I said earlier in the other podcast that I think Cameron McInnes will probably probably come on for Dalfinukan and then might spell Blake Braley potentially. Um. Wade Graham could potentially come on and play hooker as well. He's got the ball skills of a half, so um, I don't know why he can't come on and play hooker. Kafusi, you he would just play in the middle, same as Williams. So do you think Teague will probably get at least over 70 minutes? I want to say yes, because I do have him <laughs> in my team. Yeah. But I am a little concerned. I don't. Yeah, I don't know where Wade Graham's playing. Yeah. yeah, really. Blake Braley's always played 80 minutes for them. Mm. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah. I mean, Wade Graham's probably good enough to play in the middle of the field anyway as like a, as like a, a hooker or a 13 and Cameron McInnes at hook, uh, hooker as well or something like that. So I can see Teague Wilton um, playing 70 minutes most weeks. I think I'm just going to back that. I'm just going to trust it. Yeah. Oh, that's what I'm doing at the moment, unless I hear something. Um, and then you'll probably be out of my team. But yeah, I think, I think you, he's got, he's got a lot of value. Um, and like most, most teams that I've seen, like reported predicted lineups for the Sharks with Nigger Hines fit was Braden Trindle actually on the bench. So if that's the case, then they've got McInnes, Graham, Kafusi and Jack Williams was the one that missed out. So Trindle in his spot, which I like a lot more for Teague Wilton, but wait and see how he goes. I, I still think he's a good um, player to own to start with. Um, other than that, not much really doing at the Sharks. Um, Rabbitohs, though, there's a lot doing. Isaac Thompson, you still have him, mate? I do. I do. Um, yeah, starting centre for me. Yeah. I think he's a way better centre option than a starter of Tommy Talao. I do have Tommy Talao, but he's in my emergencies and Harley Smith shields. Like if you have them at starting center, that's a real concern. I would say. 
Sound the alarms. Sound the alarms early. I think Isaac Thompson, most of the time, will give you more points than those two blokes. Yeah. Um, I think so. But, you know, the concern is uh, Tane Milne could take his spot. Yeah, I was just about to say that Milne might be back round two, so you just have to have a plan in place if you are going with Isaac Thompson to move him out. And there's, yeah, there's heaps of plans you can have. I've got one ready to go. Yeah. Just in case. Uh, Damien Cookmate. Cookie. Haven't really spoken too much about him in the preseason um, with other hookers that we thought might offer some more value, but he's turning into a little bit of a pod. This is probably the lowest ownership I've ever seen him have at the beginning of a year. Yeah. Um, And he's, I don't know why, he's got the pedigree, he's a gun. Are you contemplating starting with Cook or do you think probably Grant's the better option? Yeah, I think I said it earlier. I think I think Grant's the better option when we're talking you about Harry. Yeah. Um, Damien Cook, I mean, Mamazoulis isn't on the bench. It's Blake Taft. So it looks like Cookie's going to get at least 70, 75, play 80 if he can, um, which is good for him. I just think Damien Cook finished the year so well um, that he's priced so high. Um, he's not going to probably make a lot of money, no. if any. He probably will drop. So that's why I'm probably looking at Harry Grant just to create a bit more cash flow in and uh, save some money, obviously, at the same time at the start of the season. Yeah, and they they both score similar. So I, I think, yeah, Grant's the better option. Uh, but, I mean, th- there was an argument that Cook doesn't have a buy until Origin, which is which is true. That is true. You're getting an extra game, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um. So you know, but is that worth 80k? And yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure if it is. Not with my team, it isn't. <laughs> I don't have enough money. I need more money. Um, Cameron Murray. I think we both agree. We you said it earlier. Now that Nico Hines is out, you pretty much have to have him. I had him anyway. Before that, I just think with how he performed in that trial. And also with the bench that they have at the moment, if you can find a spot for Cameron Murray, that's great. If not, I still think Payne Haas and um, Tarpney are probably the next best options if you can't afford to go up to that Cameron Murray. Um, but I, I think Murray's probably, well, he will be the elite middle forward this year, without a doubt. Yep, agree. Uh, Mawali, mate, I said before that I don't think he's going to get minutes because I wasn't expecting this bench. Now he probably looks like he will get minutes because um, I, I went through on the other potty. Blake Taft probably won't even get on the field potentially. Um, Cheekham will play the host role where he'll come on the edge for Jai Arrow and then Jai Arrow will move into the middle. Um, Shaq Mitchell hasn't really played a lot of NRL. So there's a... Big, big difference with the speed of the game. And I don't know what his fitness is like. He'll probably only play maybe 2025. So there's minutes there for Moali. Price at that 250K, do you think he's someone that you can have in your emergencies and will probably make you some money? Yeah, he, he can. He can potentially. Um, I did stick Sean Bloor in there this afternoon, but I might change that to David Moali. I already have all these edges. They're the same price. Someone's got to play minutes off the bench here in the mids. Like, yeah, Tom Burgess can't go that long. I mean, Tavita Totoli can, and obviously Cam Murray can. 
So I'm thinking it might be David Mowali, or I could get burnt and literally Shaq Mitchell and David Mowali could like share the minutes as a bench player and play like 20 minutes each. <laughs> well, they, they might because Dry Arrow will play big minutes as well, you'd assume. He probably plays 70. Yeah, and I think maybe, Michael maybe Cheekham minutes, will so. I think Michael Cheekham will spell him. Yeah. So you might have some weird rotation here where Tavita Totola or Tom Burgess are always on the field. Mm-hmm. And one one of them's always on the field, and then it's a random combination of Mowali and Shaq Mitchell as the rotation, like in a three way or like sorry, a four way thing. Um yeah. which just yeah, is a bit unpredictable. So I'm still on the fence about this one. Some people yeah. might fall into the trap here. He's already at 7.5% ownership or something. He was a trap last year. Didn't really have a great PPM. So the PPM 0.8. Well, it's not too bad, I suppose. But is it enough to justify with the minutes with his break even to actually make your money? That's the big question. Yeah. Um, he's got to get, what, 35 minutes? Which yeah, I think is much. maximum anyway. So maximum he's going to get. So it's probably a, yeah. a risk. Yeah. I think, I think there is some risk in there. Um, let's go the Dolphins, mate. Main player to discuss here is uh, Katoa, who has got that spot over Anthony Milford at this current time. I'm still contemplating picking him. He's at the 30% ownership or thereabouts at the moment, which is surprising, but not really. Um, so the concern for me with Katoa is Milford could be there, who knows, next week if his half combination doesn't do well, but Obviously, it, it takes a lot for Katoa to um, get into the side with Wayne picking him over Milford because obviously, you know, Wayne and Milford have worked together previously. So Wayne must see some talent in him. Obviously, um, he's gone there as a, a big talent for their future and he's already in there at the moment. But I just, I don't know how well he's going to score. You could probably take the gamble because he's 230K um, starting a half. So. I don't mind it, but he's definitely one you, you want in the emergencies if you're going to select him. Uh, are you, do you have him at the moment or have you had him at all? Yeah, I've got him at the moment. Sitting in emergencies, yeah. this is half cover. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that's, that's because I don't have Tamari Martin and don't want Tamari Martin. Um, yeah. So, yeah, he's just my half cover. I'm a bit worried though, because, you know, when Cleary's out round three, what am I going to do for my halves? Uh, I'll just. Katara and Boyd. Yeah, yes. probably do what that. a combination. If, if Katoa's <laughs> still on the team at that point, I'll just um I'll just have to do that. You know, if yeah. there's no other option that presents itself. Who have Dolphins got in round three? I'm just having a look, sorry. It'll they have awesome. the Knights, I think. Yeah, so not too bad of a matchup. No, that's actually not too bad at all. Take that. Yeah, so I think stick him in the emergencies. Yeah, bottom bottom dollar, half cover. I think he's better than Tamari Martin. Tamari Martin's got the Job security, as you mentioned earlier, but Katoa yeah. is, you know, 80K cheaper, 83K cheaper. Yeah. yeah. I think I might do similar. Might do similar at the moment. I don't know. Um, Jared Wallace, Mark Nichols. <laughs> Jared Wallace, Mark Nichols. Uh, a lot of talks around Mark Nichols recently. They're both the exact same price, both the exact same break even. Wallace, though, has got the starting spot. Do we consider any... Well, either of these options, mate, to have any our team. No. No, I agree. No, no, move on, I reckon. Let's move on. There's no yeah. one really else to discuss there. Ray yeah. Stone's on the bench. If you have him, still look elsewhere. Yeah, trade Ray Stone out. Get him out, please. Yeah, and if you're one of the blokes who's got Tafare, 
He hasn't been named. Carlos Tafari. <laughs> All right. Uh, James Tedesco for the Roosters. Gun, probably the better gun out of the winger fullbacks if you're wanting to go that option to start with, given their draw, um, even though they've got the early buy. I think that's just just easy. Let's just move on from that one. Joseph Suali'i, I still think he's no, a no-go. I think you're thinking the same, mate, just after that trial. Can't go him. Yeah, he got a little. He got concussion, didn't he? So yeah, and he looked a little bit shaky in defence. Got found out a couple of times. So just don't think you take the risk there. No, another bloke that's a bit risky, which a lot of people have contemplating with that soft draw is Sam Walker. Oh, Sam Walker, are you going to select him, Nick, or suggest him as a mid-range half? <laughs> oh, let's have a discussion. About this, because we haven't really talked about him on this podcast a lot, to be honest. Not a lot, no. So when he's halfback, last year, I'm just going to go off last year. I'm going to ignore 2021. Um, yep. Roosters had heaps of injuries and the scoring was different. Yeah. Last year, averaged 49.8 in mm-hmm. his games at halfback. And he played all those minutes. Yeah. And he's average, he's BE's 44. So what, you're expecting mm-hmm. six points probably of value there? Yeah. Um, and yeah, I can see that happening. Just his worst performances are against the harder teams. He is someone that will get targeted by those harder teams and those missed tackles. Um, he's a candidate to go on the flat track bully shirt almost. Yeah, he is. He is. Um, <laughs> I know a lot of people are looking at it because of the drawer that they have. Yeah. Um. So Dolphins, New Zealand, obviously first two weeks, but then after that, like, I don't really love it. There's Rabbits by Parramatta, Melbourne, Cronulla. Then I got a couple of these weeks: St George, New Zealand, and then Cowboys, Penrith again. Like, yeah, it's just the first high. two rounds that people are saying, "Oh, yeah, he's going to make me a lot of money," but he won't. Yeah, I don't think he will. And as I said, six points of value. That's that's not really what you have to. I don't think he's a top tier half either. So he's not a keeper. No. So, yeah, I just, yeah, don't really like it, to be honest. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, Brandon Smith, everyone's got him. Simple as that. You should have him. Um, do you still like the setup of having Brandon Smith as your starting hooker? Do you think you should try and go for a gun? I have moved away from the Brandon Smith starting hooker, put him on the bench. Mm-hmm. I, I like it better. I like my jewels yeah. on the bench. I feel like starting hooker as well. Um, you can you can be 10, 15 points ahead of the pack there if you have a gun starting hooker rather than not. So, yeah, I, I yeah. feel like you should try and get one of the, the top three hookers there, um, which I think is still Robson, Grant, and, and Cook. I, I think Abby Corrissau's got Jake Simpkin on the bench, so no, we'll talk yeah. about that next. Yeah. Um, both Butcher's mate, Egan and Nat. A lot of people are talking about them. Nat's got the jewel. Egan doesn't. Uh, Egan is also cheaper. So Angus Crichton's going to be out for a little while. We're not sure how long. Are you going to risk taking one of these in your team? Yeah, I'm going to take Egan. <laughs> you are? Huh? I am. I am. I've got him Bugger. and T. Wilton as my starting second row. Bugger. Why? I was hoping I'd be the only one that would own him. <laughs> yeah, well, you're, dreaming. Him. you're dreaming. I know. Mate, I'm dreaming. I What's know. his ownership? His ownership's still only 2.33%. I like it. 
It's pod. Come on. I like this. Stay that way. Mate, he's, <laughs> he, he, he's going to score quite well. Um, yes. And looking at their bench, um, yeah, I don't really know much about this white bloke, but Fletcher Baker and Terrell Mayer middles and Drew Hutchinson is definitely not an edge. So looking good. A um, couple of easy rounds to start. Hopefully we'll get his price moving for me. Yeah. No, I like it. Um, in saying that though, Nat Butcher, if you wanted to go him, his points um, obviously increase as all players do with the attacking stats. And that's why his price is slightly higher than where he probably will be at this year, but he's in a good side. He'll play 80. He's a solid player. I don't mind him if you want to pick him up, but there's cheaper options with that jewel that I think have more value and you could probably look elsewhere. Um, Manu's out as well with this game with that facial fracture in case you didn't hear it. So um, Tigers, mate, Tigers, Tommy Talao, simple. I think you should just have him now um, starting on your bench, whatever you want to do. I don't mind it. He will be um, hot and cold, but you just got to do, you you still got to have him. Uh, Sean Bloor. Now you have him, you've picked him in. I've got him as well. Do we think he's going to get 80? Because Asukapoa is there. Asukapoa is a back, but in the trial game, they selected him on the edge. So what are your thoughts there? Do you think that he'll get some minutes taken away from him? Uh, Probably, um, I think. I think. It's interesting, like, yeah, I feel like, yeah, David Clem is going to have to play big minutes and so is Joe O, which they both can. Mm-hmm. They got Pole and Twal to fill in those minutes there. And, yeah, I think Kapoa will have to probably come off on for Bloor or Papali'i and probably most likely Bloor. Yeah, depending um, on the situation of the game. Obviously, if they're up, they'll probably maybe give IPAPs a rest and keep Bloor out there. Potentially. Yeah, the thing is, I can't go Bloor to um, Ellie Katara at the moment, which is not ideal. No. And I do not like it. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, big Steph. Um, are we still saying that there's no point going near him at that pretty much 400k price tag? There's a little bit of an appeal, but I still think. I still think no, but um, there was a bloke on the bench that I thought was going to get um, who they were talking about as lock, and I thought he will steal minutes off uh, Stefano. Let me find him. Do you know who I'm talking about? I've Matamua. got no clue. Who. Matamua. Matamua. Oh, Matamua. Yes. Yeah. So I thought Matamua would be on this bench. No. Yeah, I thought he would be too. So in saying that though, I think Trial's gonna take minutes away from Steph because Trial can play big minutes. We've yeah. seen him play big minutes in the past. So um I think Steph Farno will probably play maybe twenty five minutes to start off with. Trial will come on and play that period of time and then Stefano might come on and play like the last fifteen minutes of the game. Um I mean Stefano's Clemmer and Joe O can play big minutes as we know. Yeah, Stefano's still got a pretty good ppm 0.9 he right? does yeah so if he gets you know if he gets 40 minutes he's gonna be 30 
637 points, which is nearly what you require. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you reckon him or Ryan Sutton? Who would you, who would you, because oh, they're, they're about a hundred K difference, Nelly, 95 K difference. Mm. If you're wanting to go, well, we just don't know how long Bateman's going to be as well, but I, I reckon he'll come on through the bench in the team. Um, and he, you don't know, he might play edge, he might play middle. Uh, but with Stefano, like with Sutton, I'd probably maybe lean towards Stefano a little bit more. Sutton, I think will score more. Um, but, if Stefano gets that 40-minute roll or 45 minutes thereabouts, then he'll, yeah, he'll be someone that will benefit from it. Um, and the fact that he's almost 100K cheaper, like you said, then you can put you know other players in your team and upgrade around your squad. But I, personally, at the moment, I probably won't go Stefano. Subject to change, as always, because that's just what I do. <laughs> but yeah, if if you want to go in there, some appeal, but I don't, I don't think I will be. Um, Titans, let's knock this out real quick, mate. Khan Pereira, you want to go in? He has appeal. The concern though is Brian Kelly coming back into that side. What's going to happen there? Um, I think they're expecting him back maybe like round three or four. So yeah, Khan Pereira, you said you still have him at the moment. Yeah, I still have him sitting there. He'll probably it him or Tommy Talao's points will have to get used for my Sloan wing fullback spot, which is yeah. I'm not I'm not I'm not thrilled with. But I think well, it's I'm not great for it. round one, but yeah, it is what it is. I'll have to do it. I think. Yeah, he's been in and out of my squad at the moment, so I'm not sure which way I'm going to go. Um, Tanner Boyd, simple, must have Riley's vice captain. Easy. Uh, for feeder, if you want to start with a gun edge, I still think he's probably up there as the best option. Interesting. Yep. Um, but I won't be going the gun edge. <laughs> There's just too much value in the edge position this year to be starting with the gun. Uh, Aaron Clark, your hooker in draft, mate. That's a great selection from you. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Don't, what are laugh you do about me, Aaron Clark? Don't laugh. He'll, he'll be starting a lock sometime or another. Oh, if not, he'll be starting at hooker because Sam Verrills will be either suspended or out injured. Hopefully. That'd yeah, be nice. He'll be right. He'll, he'll still score right, but for classic, you, classic, you shouldn't have him anymore. Nah, classic, nah. Unfortunately. He's got the jewel for you too in drafts. So that, that's a bonus. Oh, yeah, because you need those bench spots. <laughs> yeah. Ask Hums how Sean Russell's going in draft for him. Yeah. <laughs> I, know. I I saw Humps' uh, team today and I've gone, oh no. That's all right though. He'll he'll make some adjustments. I'm free agency, happy to trade, free agency, yeah. Happy happy to trade with you. Um shout out to him. Right yeah, mate. Anyone else you really want to discuss there? We move move into some quick questions. No, I think we should wrap up with some some questions that we've had and then yeah, yeah. let's get on to uh changing our teams. Yeah, been a big potty, so thank you yeah. for listening if you're still here. Um hopefully we've given you some great information. Uh, we'll look at the questions though real quick. Um, first one is, do we hold Nico Hines in our team for this round and hope he is fit for next round? Or do we start with someone else and look to target him later on in the season? I'll let you answer first. Um, I don't mind either option. So, yeah, I, I've, I've, from what I've read, 
he hasn't really had a calf issue in the past, which is good. And that it doesn't good. and it doesn't seem serious at the moment from what we've heard, mm-hmm. which is good. So it looks like he's only going to miss one week. You know, he could miss his second week. Um so I mean that is risky, but he is, you know, it is going to be hard for you to get him into your team later in the season. He's so expensive. Yeah. So I don't I don't mind the theory of holding. You're just going to miss out the first couple of weeks in uh, overall and head to head, whatever you're playing. Um, it's a lot of money sitting there. So um, just look out, I, I guess, um, on Wednesday and Thursday, see if there's any more information on Nico Hines. If, if he was only out for this one week, definitely, um, definitely back next week, then yeah, I wouldn't mind holding him. That's my thoughts yeah. really. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you're playing head to head, you can afford to potentially hold him. Um, it is a lot of money sitting there, but yeah, if you're playing the overall, I think you've got to move him on now because you can't have that much cap sitting there. You've got to yeah try and get off to get 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 going straight away, pretty much. Um, which half is the best option to bring in now to our teams with Nico out? Um, I suppose the halves that are in consideration here: are Matt Burton, Adam Dewey. Um, Daly Cherry Evans, Cameron Munster. They're probably the the, the only ones. Jamal Fogarty? <laughs> Jamal Fogarty. Yeah, he could be a yeah. pod that you could pick up if you're wanting to go a pod like that and stay away from the crowd. Um, I don't mind that call. For me, if you're wanting to go someone who's around that price, I still don't mind Burton, but I'd probably say more Dewey. His points aren't as good with Luke Brooks in the side, but how he's been playing, I still think he can score quite well. Um, I just think, though, currently the safest option is probably Cleary-Boyd combination if you're wanting to go someone cheaper. That's just my thoughts, but I, I don't mind the option. Even if you even if you have enough money to go to Jada Cherubins, I wouldn't tell you no, but you just got to have that backup in mind for round two by, but... I'd probably say out of all of them, if you're not going to go boy, go Dewey. Yeah, I agree. Exactly yeah. the same. Rightio. Yeah. Well, the next question pretty much cancels it out because it was just asking when will we find out about the um, DPP update for the players. So that's out now, as we've already mentioned. Um, the next one is, this is a, a question, who are the must-have cheapies and cash cows to start off with? Well, let's do a little bit of an exploration here. Let's do this. <laughs> there's a there's a few. Let's go to more, more than what filters. I was thinking. More filters, please. Um, what do I want? I want to sort by selected by, and I want to sort under three hundred k. Well, we well we'll just start with under three hundred k. Well, I was going to say best cash cow would be Jermaine Hopgood, but he's way over that three hundred. Well, cheapies, yeah. I was sorry. We'll go cheapy cash, cash cows. cows we'll, I guess, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, let's just do cheapy cash cows. Cheapies, I reckon. Cheapies, I reckon. Alamotti in your centres. Yep. Um, Tommy Talau in emergencies, covering both centre and wing fullback. Mm-hmm. You've got Will Warbrick as a wing fullback, two thirty k. Um, you've got Carm Pereira, who can cover wing fullback or possibly play if you need him. I think. Uh, Isaac Katoa, starting yep. half of the Dolphins as a backup. 
is probably good. Mm-hmm. Um, don't think there's anyone else. Oh, Sean Bloor, yeah. Matt Dury, Bryce Cartwright, depending on who gets a go. Yeah, um, why is Matt Dury not owned by? Holy hell, he's down. He yeah, is. Matt, Matt Dury and Bryce Cartwright, one of those two, definitely. Yep. Um, um, I've got Tyrell Sloan. I mean, I'm, it's... Yeah. I mean, Sonny Luke, if you just got to watch his minutes though, but he's probably last on that list. So that's about it for that that uh, bracket. Yeah. You've also got like Isaac Thompson around the 300Ks, Jackson Ford. The yeah. arrows are a bit more expensive, but you could probably still put him maybe classified slightly on that cheapy side. Sean Kepi, but I just don't really like him as much as others. Um, so he wouldn't be probably with, like listed in my. Uh, top tier cash cows, as in the that's, best, but that's probably about it, really. For all... yeah, I think that's really about it. So you want a combination of those guys. Um, if you already have them, then you're probably doing this fantasy game correctly. If you don't, then you maybe need to look at having some of them because it's all about trying to get those players, find the value, make some money early on. Otherwise, you're going to fall behind the pack later. Um. Mate, this next question, who are you captaining this week and who is the best captaincy option? So for me, I'm captaining Nathan Cleary and I think he is the best option. <laughs> You're not. I am. Yeah, I agree. Nathan Cleary against Broncos. <laughs> um, they lost the World Cup Challenge. I'll be out to prove a point at home. Yep. Nathan Cleary, unfortunately. supporter. Yeah. Um, the other option, I suppose, is the safest one would be Murray. Easy. Um, it's as simple as that. Now, this next one, I can only pick one out of Carrigan or Tarpney. Which player should I go? <laughs> Great question. Is this the last one? Just to finish off on this question. It is the last one, yes. Carrigan or Tarpney? That's yeah. Well, see, I think they both cancel each other out with Tarpany having a buy and then Carrigan missing Origin yep. for the for the first. You know, if you break the season in half, let's just halve it. I think they're both going to be similar for the for the start. Um, if we're thinking long game, I'm probably going to say Tarpany because Carrigan. Anything can happen in Origin. He could get rested a lot. Could get injured. Tarpany's mm-hmm. going to be solid with you throughout the whole season. Um. Josh Papali, as he's already injured, he plays Origin as well. I think his minutes are going to go down. I think Tarpany will increase his minutes slightly. He's got a lot of upside. I think he's probably the better option. Yeah, I think he's the better option as well. Um, The other argument, though, is with Carrigan having um, that late buy, and obviously he'll miss that straight away anyway with the Origin period. Um, You could potentially start with Carrigan, and then look to move him on if you're wanting to, to a Tarpney during that period of time. I like that if you're going to go overall. Um, I still, I think Tarpney will average more and score way more. Well, I won't say way more, but he will score more than Carrigan as the season goes on. But I don't think you can do wrong with either, really. It's just about what you can do with your team. Yeah, I probably agree. Yeah. Either way. Radio. Yeah. Well, do you have any other questions, mate, that you want to throw in? Not really. Yeah. I think no. I think we got through it. Hopefully we've had some good analysis there. 
Yeah. Some stats break down some some players, especially early on there. Yes. Uh, thanks again for <laughs> going this long with us. Um, now, Nick's not going to give us his final thoughts this week. Uh, we'll leave that for Riley for next when all of the three blokes are together once again, um, as Riley loves Nick's jokes, as we know. Um, but there's a song that you probably can um, go. What, what would you say, Nick? What would you say about this song? Well, I said I, I, it was inspired by a quote you made last year around the similar time here at the start yes, of the season. Was. <laughs> it was. <laughs> On our debut season. Um, yes. So we thought you'd just bring it back because, you know, Callum, you obviously won last year. So you obviously know what you're doing. Um, Thank you. You might want to just remind the the folks here of of your your inspirational quotes in a yes. song form. Yes. Well, look, I'll say the quote first up in case you weren't here for that. My advice is, and you're going to have to do this a lot this week, given there's a a lot happening. It's Teamless Tuesday. You're going to, have to be changing your team until that round. Well, until the 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 first game starts for the round on Thursday night. So it's pretty much. Listen to your heart. Listen to your heart.